This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 1st of February. Justin, yes, Rafael Nadal, he won the Australian Open. That. But that ain't the only thing that he's cheering about, <laughs> my friend. Rafa took home $2.875 million for his win. That's a 4.5% increase on the prize money last year. Just keeps growing. B-Man, Macca's Australia is facing a multi-million dollar court case. Ooh. The trade union for their industry is alleging Macca's denied its staff aid rest breaks Ooh. and misled them about their rights. Oh, not good. Justin. Fortunately, we have three inspiring and delicious stories today. Let's do it. For our first, Airtasker, the online marketplace to outsource tasks, Mm -hmm. has recovered from its COVID pain with gross marketplace volume increasing 39%. The bounce back that Airtasker needed, B-Man, what is happening here? So Airtasker is an Australian company that actually launched back in 2012. Need someone to put together your IKEA bed? That one would be Airtasker. Want someone to bath your pet parrot for $105? (laughs) You'll find that on Airtasker. (laughs) And Brett, the company has around 2 million users. And it brings in around $25 million of revenue a year. Except, Juzzy Boy, it really struggled during lockdowns in 2021. (laughs) Yeah, the restrictions stopped their handy people from being able to fulfill handy tasks. (laughs) We're talking a $12 million hit to their gross marketplace volume. But Brett, luckily, things have bounced back quicker than Nadal in an Oz Open (laughs) final. Yep, Airtasker reported that the average price of tasks actually increased 24% to $255. And as a result, their growth marketplace volume also increased increased to $48.6 million. That's around a 40% increase quarter on quarter. Very good. So what's the key learning here? Gross marketplace volume or gross merchandise volume in a marketplace is the total value of merchandise sold over a given period of time. For example, in Airtasker's case, it would be the total amount of revenue generated on the platform from tasks. As opposed to just the revenue or commission earned by Airtasker itself. And man, why do companies measure GMV? Well, it's often used to determine how healthy a marketplace business actually is. The good thing about this model is that it can help provide insight into a company's performance even if they aren't the producers of the good. Uh, and the uh, the not so good thing here, <laughs> well, it isn't always actually a good reflection of the profitability of a company. In Airtasker's case, their gross marketplace volume increased at a very similar rate to their revenue. Love that. For our second story, Google is investing more than $1 billion into an Indian telco company as part of their plan to sink $10 billion into the India digitization fund. That is a a lot of money, Justin, (laughs) to us regular folk. But let's be honest, a drop in the ocean for old Big G. (laughs) What's the story? All right. In 2020, Google announced it would be creating a $10 billion US dollar (laughs) Google for India digitization fund. The idea was Google would invest money into Indian tech companies, which would in turn make the internet and other digital products more affordable for Indians. And that, my friend, would help accelerate the digital adoption in India. And it looks like Google's putting its money where its big algorithmic (laughs) mouth is. Google is investing 700 million US dollars into an Indian telco called Bharti Airtel. That, my friend, is India's second largest telco. And the plan for these two companies is to bring down the cost of smartphones across India. So what's the key learning here? With a population of nearly 1.4 billion people, big tech companies are betting that India is going to be the next big market. Listen to this. Since the start of 2020, US tech companies have invested around 17 billion US dollars just in India. We're talking Amazon. We're obviously talking Facebook. And now, of course, Google too. And Justin, a big reason for this is they can't access the world's other big kahuna. In other words, it's just become too hard for these companies to conduct business in China. And how about this one? India is the world's second most populous country with 750 million internet users. But the best part is there's still hundreds of millions more still yet to come 
come online for the very first time. Wow. For our third and final story, Robinhood, the US share trading platform, disappointed its investors when it announced that revenue for the first three months of the financial year were down 35% compared to the same time last year. We're not angry, we're just disappointed. It's the worst kind. <laughs> what is the story? So Robinhood is the trading platform of the people. The people in the US, that is. But we've seen plenty of trading apps in Australia follow their lead. <laughs> and B-Man, Robinhood's ethos is that investing should be for everyone. Now, Robinhood had its IPO in 2021 and raised nearly $2 billion US dollars to be valued at a whopping $32 billion US dollars. B-Man, since then, it's been a bit of a downhill ride. How about this? Robinhood lost 2 million active users in the last three months. On top of that, they reported a net loss of $423 million for the quarter. And as a result, you guessed it, their shares tanked around 14%. But that's not the bad part, B-Man, because shares in Robinhood are now down 77% from their all-time high. So what's the key learning here? If businesses want their customers or app users to stick around long-term, they need to create a product that's designed to be a long-term experience. Previously, Robinhood attracted app users that were more short-term types of stock market investors. Hate to say it, but often the old pump-and-dump style investor. (laughs) But with its active user numbers declining, Robinhood knows that it needs to kind of change its tactics. So now it's building a product suite that's intended to support long-term investing. Yep, not just stock trading. And hopefully for old Robinhood, these new products will help them retain users for the long term. Fluxam, ever thought of Euphoria characters as different investment products? As a matter of fact, Justin, I have. I'd love to know. We'll head to our TikTok at Flux.Finance to check out who is who. Flux.Finance on TikTok. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.